Welcome to the Reach Higher Podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom for happiness, efficiency, and meaningful living. Your thoughts need surgery and I've got the scalpel. My name is Ryan Howard. One of the most obvious ways to learn new information is to ask questions. It's so obvious, it's almost comical. Even as children, somehow we innately knew that asking questions was the portal to the answers we were looking for. Why can't I have this? How does this work? Why? 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 We'd ask until it drove our parents literally freaking insane. But somehow, along the line of maturing, many of us have forgotten the power of questions. We still question other people, but how often do we forget to question ourselves? We don't address the deep questions in life, and oftentimes that results in us feeling completely lost. Now wait, I know there's another group of people, very likely a larger group, who's saying, I ask myself questions all the time. I'm constantly soul searching. And self-discovery isn't as easy as simply asking. To this group, I say that perhaps your problem is not that you don't ask questions, but the quality of your questions is not up to par. How many times have you heard yourself think something like, why is this happening to me? Or why is life so unfair? There's a funny saying that applies to this. Play stupid games and you'll get stupid prizes. Okay, that's a little harsh, but what it's really saying is that if we ask ourselves poor questions, they will give us misleading answers that will ultimately damage our belief systems and minimize our potential. If you've listened to me before, you've probably heard me talk about the RAS, or the Reticular Activating System. Long story short, it's the part of our brain that determines what we focus on. So when we ask ourselves questions, the RAS will jump into action in order to find the answer. Think of it as Google in our heads, an ultimate search engine. But get this, even if there isn't an answer, it will create one. So this is why it's not only important to ask questions, but to ask efficient questions. With all that said, I'm going to present four questions that every human should answer for themselves even though most haven't. They're not obvious, and if you allow yourself to be open to these ideas, you will soon find how complex they really are, and how much they can massively change your life. Question 1. Do you live in a friendly or a hostile universe? Yeah, I know. Not only does this question seem weird, but the origin of it will surprise you even more. Albert Einstein, The world-renowned physicist says that this is the most important decision that a human will make for themselves in their lifetime. Are you hearing me right now? One of the most respected mathematical minds in history is saying to us that our biggest decision in life is philosophical. Is our reality for us or against us? This isn't asking if everything will be perfect or if everybody will love me, but rather is my reality on my side. As I move forward in the pursuit of my goals and dreams, will the things around me bend to my influence? The reason it's so eye-opening to hear Albert Einstein say that is because 
This isn't a question to be answered by research, data, or mathematics. It is a decision. A decision that will determine our capacity and potential as human beings for the rest of our lives. Question 2. Are you willing to be vulnerable in your life? Now, I know this question is going to ruffle some feathers. Because if you've lived long enough, the number one lie that life will teach you is to avoid vulnerability at all costs. Most of us have been hurt in some way, shape, or form, oftentimes by people who we opened up to. And over time, we learned that the more we cared about someone or something, the greater chance it had to hurt us. On top of that, the more of ourselves we show to the world, the more likely we are to be judged and criticized and to be singled out from the crowd. All of this has led to a society that runs to the hills at the very thought of being vulnerable. It's time to start breaking down that belief. And I want to start by telling you the true meaning of the word courage. The original definition of courage derived from the Latin word cur, meaning heart. To share all of yourself, all of your story, with your whole heart. So basically, when we tell our story, we are being courageous. And there is no better way to tell our life story than by living our most authentic life. How do we do that? By expressing our deepest emotions, passions, and desires. By being unashamed to show our true essence, regardless of what others may think or say. That is true courage. So bottom line, true courage requires vulnerability. Brene Brown, a researcher who has studied vulnerability for over a decade says that we fear being vulnerable largely because of this thin film of terror and fear that plagues our society. Fear of our inadequacies. I'm not safe enough. I'm not secure enough. I'm not liked enough. I'm not loved enough. I am not enough. This is the language of a scarcity culture. And the number one casualty of a scarcity culture is vulnerability. We shut down. But why is that such a big deal? Why do we have to open ourselves up? Because vulnerability is the birthplace of everything we're hungry for. Joy, creativity, innovation, even self-awareness. Don't believe me? It is in this state of vulnerability that you will learn about yourself in ways that you never thought possible. Who you are, what you're meant to do in this world, what truly matters to you, all these answers will come out of your ability to be vulnerable. Because when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, we are being authentic. And it allows us to hear the deepest truths that were within us the whole time. Question three. Are you worthy of what you desire in this life? Brene Brown's research also revealed another major truth. The baseline determining factor that ultimately dictates whether or not people succeed, live a wholehearted life, and find fulfillment is if they had a sense of worthiness in their life. If they engage the world from a sense of worthiness. Whether they achieve this sense through self-confidence, personal relationships, or through spirituality. 
whoever succeeded in these endeavors always had a source of self-worthiness. So deriving your own is a major aspect of being who you want to be and doing what you want to do in this life. And finally, question four. Are you grateful for your life? For many people, this is the hardest question to answer. The question doesn't ask if you have moments you're grateful for, but rather, are you grateful for the life you experience? Do you have things in your life that you can turn to as a constant source from which to be grateful? This is so important because in scientific settings, there was a direct correlation found between people's capacity to feel joy and how actively they practiced gratitude. Gratitude not only is scientifically proven to improve how we feel, but it actually rewires your brain. By living a grateful life, we are far more likely to be productive, engage in healthy activities, and less likely to feel toxic emotions like envy, resentment, frustration, and regret. The more you practice being grateful, the more the rest of your life will open up. So mind you, these are some pretty strange questions to some people, but they ultimately lead down the core of what happiness and living our life is about. What are your answers to these questions? Think about them, meditate on them, and really tune in to what's going to take your life to the next level. Guys, thanks for listening to the Reach Higher podcast. Stretch out your arm, let me help you lift it up, and together we can reach higher. Reaching to bigger smiles, stronger minds, greater successes, and better lives. Thanks, guys. Peace.